Well, yeah, that's obviously that's, that's why our dads aren't allowed to listen. Correct. Welcome to the Golden Deuce, coast to coast. We are your hosts, Gabriel and Clay. I am, of course, Gabriel, and I am Clay. Uh, here we are. Uh, it's 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 a time of the year. It's a and yeah, you're definitely here is a time, and you're listening. And we appreciate it, and we just wanted to let you know that there are other ways that you could show your support. Uh, for instance, what could they do? What could they do? Oh, they could go and follow us. What? On any sort of social media. Social media? I wasn't even thinking. I was just going to tell them to recommend it to a friend again, because that seems to be working. Just Clay Jones on Instagram and Twitter. Kerr.Gabriel on Instagram and gabriel kerr ladies and gentlemen he doesn't understand twitter (laughs) fuck you (laughs) (laughs) but tell me i'm wrong it's at gabriel m kerr on twitter sorry and at kerr.gabriel on instagram that's not complicated at all um i fucked up i wasn't planning to do any of this shit when i made either one of those i know i probably should make it it get it but you could also follow us collectively collectively yeah under together golden deuce inc on instagram and the golden deuce on twitter listen and follow and and bring some friends stick around after the ad break for a brand new episode here it comes in your ear holes hi oh no 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 Voted for the devil, let that narcissist embezzle with the hen house oh. in the mouth of the okay. fox. Okay. I was like, I was like, I have a frenzy with while supplies last, leading us in. I, I would, so like, obviously, as soon as you start talking, and you know, I know, you know, the, where the bit, where the we bit are. has begun, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> But you were like, you voted for the devil. And I was like, wait, are we doing like a Tom and Bert thing? Where you're like, you're a Trump supporter. And I'm like, whoa, what is this? What is this, this is new. No, I want to, nope. I, I just. Lyrics. I, first of all, if that's you're kind of listening this far and you don't Kudos. know that I'm a Five Iron fan. Well, that's fair. Uh, but if you don't know I'm a Five Iron fan, I don't. I don't think you've been listening. I don't think you have been listening. No. Yeah. Uh, no, but, I don't. I don't think that's. Iron, I don't know that you've brought it up that much. I don't know. Yeah, but definitely at least once. It has been mentioned. at least yeah. once. Um, but Five Iron went fucking real hard on their latest track, "While Supplies Last," which can be found on a compilation called "Scott Against Racism." Uh, Five Iron. No stranger to the Ska Against Racism movement. They were on the tour back in 1998. Um, But now uh, some record label, Bad Time Records, has put together an album. They were like, hey, you know it's cool to be against right now. It definitely. I mean, they, they, you know, again, they led the charge a long time ago. Um, It wasn't as cool to be against racism in the 90s. It was more cool to, to look the other way. That's fair. But now it's super cool 
to be against yeah, racism. That is bullshit. And so, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a big ska fan. I'm a big five iron fan, but I'm not a big ska fan. So I'm sure there are some other gems on the album, but that's the big one. Five iron going real hard on the Christian evangelical Republicans. Yeah. Likes it. Yeah. Real hard in, in a real way hard. that, <laughs> that they don't get from anybody on their side you know what i'm saying like they're not they're not getting any kind of not only are they not getting it they're not they're not even getting like a what's up nod from anyone on their side for it you know like the no. you know oh i see you no not even that they are nope. gonna be ostracized yep. uh also they said ass which raised some uh, oh, questions in the christian some cheeks ska community yeah, it ruffled some feathers. It rustled some yeah. jimmies. Whatever it did, it did it just by them saying ass. Uh, the line, it, this is in a different song called uh, So We Sing. Um, they, they said the line, uh, tell all the grownups to kiss our ass. And it rustled some jimmies. So, so good for Reese Roper. So, in, in in keeping with the topic of mm-hmm. uh, poking the oh. the conservative Republican <laughs> bear, I thought um, we were just going to talk five iron all episode. Uh, <laughs> you're like, yes, finally it's the <laughs> five iron episode. We talked about together. <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint. That's mm. not uh, that's no, not quite I where I was disappoint. That's not quite where I was going. Uh, no, so I had a I had a little conversation with somebody like you know. So we both we both grew up in the South a lot, although we, we lived did? other places. And so, like you know, a lot of our acquaintances, at least, and you know, a lot of our friends as well, are from that area and of a certain upbringing, mindset, etc. Right, political leaning. Yeah, and 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 we what are it unfortunately has turned into. Yeah, mostly right. Yeah, that's what it. That's what it, it kind of centers itself in now, uh, but also religious, you know, stuff and and all that. And and we've talked so about some of that, stuff. you know, through through the episodes. But through but the it's episode. still, you know, it's still something that, like, you know, on your social media, like, and I and I I try not to block people who I just disagree with. If you're saying stuff that's just fucking gross and I'm like that's I like that's awful. I can't even not only do I not want to agree with you, I can't, I can't even like just sit looking around you, while John. you say it like like <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> it said looking at you John Day. But that oh, was like yeah, complete cuz cuz no, he doesn't he doesn't so post it. Like, that motherfucker oh, just won't shut up with the constant. He's, he's one of the posts. one of the few from the group that you're talking about that's still pretty friendly. Correct. But, yes. And I still love so, John. But a lot of people are not in that group. So so one of them, you know, stuff like I said, stuff pops up on social media, and typically you just let it go. And it's like I said, if if it's just something I don't agree with, I just keep scrolling. But this guy had this post and and it was just like a you know pro trump post but the ending of it was a bunch of hashtags and one of them was was pro god and the or you know love god and the other one was love trump and i was like well I, that, the, so i responded to that just because that, that i i was legitimately curious what you know what the defense of that is because i've seen a lot of that and and from 
even though I've I've gone a different direction from what I understand, which is a fuckload of that mindset. He doesn't Trump doesn't seem to fit into it. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, it's obvious, right? You know, like, oh, he's you know, he's he's whatever. So like Bush, a lot of things, if you didn't agree with him politically, it at least made sense that conservatives rallied behind him. Mm-hmm. And and especially religious conservatives, right? Because he he carried himself like somebody who, you know, had the same kind of sensibilities at the very least, whether or not, you know, he was a believer, you know, whatever. But like at, at the very least, he behaved and, and spoke and, and interacted with people like, you know, a good old boy from the South who, you know, probably loved his mama and Jesus. So it made sense that they connected to him. Mm-hmm. But this guy, Trump is 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 none of the like he's he's had a bunch of wives, he's cheated on all of them, he's slept with porn stars and paid them hush money, he's lied and cheated and steal stolen his way to stealed. I almost did say lied and cheated and stealed. He's lied and cheated and stolen his way to everything he's got. Which guessing by the bankruptcies is probably not much, honestly. But nothing about his personality is like is anything Christian. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't seem like a good guy. He's not nice. He's not generous. You know what I'm saying? He's like I said, he, he has sex with all kinds of people and, and then, you know, lies about it later. So like, and, and he's not repentant. You know what I'm saying? He's not even like Non-repentant. one of the biblical characters of, you know, the, one of the guys who fucked up a lot and, and then was like, ah, I'm sorry. And then God was like, I'll forgive you. And then I'll, or you're talking about Bathsheba, right? Yeah, yeah, all of the, all of the stuff. You know what I'm saying? All of them. They all, you know, they all had the moment. You know what I'm saying? That, that needed redemption, right? That's the way those stories work, and I'm fine with that. It's it's whatever. But there's none of that with this guy. No, no. It's just he's a shitty, shitty human being. And then when there's a moment for him to be like, "Let me do that better," he's like, "I'm gonna double down and be shittier." So yeah, that's. Yeah. So my response yeah, to his I love God and I love Trump post was just a question to that. Like, how can you say that you, you love both of those things? And then I got railed by all of this guy's uh, other redneck pro-Trump Christian or whatever, but like, you know what I'm saying? They're mostly just like Southern and, and you know, whatever. But just one after the other. And and not like not like we're responding, you know what I'm saying? Not like there's a back and forth. Just like I said one thing and then all of these people are like, you don't know, man, Trump is the he's the best and your life's only so good as it is because Trump said it could be and you don't know and and the Democrats are gonna come and take your guns and your jobs and your everything. So it was just one after another, all of these, and I was like, Oh my god, I didn't first of all, I didn't realize that like I was talking to all those people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't like if you responded to a post, where did this take place? Okay. Okay. First of all, right. You were talking to those people. No, 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 no. I I didn't mean like those, those type of people. I knew I was talking to that type of an artist. I I was just saying like, I didn't respond to a post that had a thousand likes on it. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't talking to an audience. It was literally the first comment on a post that's only action was in response to my post. Like the whole thing. Nobody said anything about his post. It was just 
a, a, a total onslaught uh, uh, against what I said, right? So almost like a total eclipse of the fart. So the yes, very much so. Mm-hmm. So to your point, yes, absolutely. I knew right. what I was going into as far as yeah. what type of audience it was. I just didn't realize how large the audience was. Yeah, realize that that went on. That was weird. Um, sometimes I have a stutter in the middle of a of a letter. Not even like in the middle of a, of a word. You didn't you didn't make it less so? Um, so they're going just one after another, and then one lady comes in, and she says that I should read Isaiah forty five in the Bible. Now keep in mind, you know this. She doesn't know this. I have read all of the Bible. Mm. My whole life growing up was just memorizing the goddamn Bible. That's I know all you could do. I know fucking all of it. Like that's exactly all of my media I consumed was Bible based. Like it's that's all I fucking know. Bitch, I know the Bible, first of all. But also what she says is you should read Isaiah 45 in the Bible. God sent us a warrior to defeat the swamp that is destroying America. And yes, President Donald J. Trump is our 45th president. Because was what she is saying there is that there's a Bible verse with the number 45 on it. And Donald Trump is a president with the number 45 on it. So that means that Donald Trump is, is this uh, chosen man of God via the da vinci code apparently <laughs> so so this is the kind of response i'm getting and i was like holy shit this is spectacular right just one after another just one and i'm i'm enjoying reading it like there's no i'm not triggered or anything you know what i'm saying like it's just funny but also i'm like you're all missing the point ultimately my point was you're all for this guy who is the antithesis of what you so you're supposedly standing for you know what i'm saying like what in your heart you believe and you're giving him a free pass mm-hmm. and that was my that was the point of my question and none of that is what's coming and there was a bunch of like you're just for you're just for biden and i i said something about that i was like i just for the record i'm not i'm not pro biden i'm not here to argue politically i'm just asking you a question does it How matter do you you're Trump? if you don't love trump then your second mind is devil dick so so then she hits me with the bible verse and i was like oh that's good and then after like 10 or 15 response from like different people. It's not like one person was just like piling on all, everybody had something to say. And then I just responded echo chamber because it fucking is. And it was funny, mostly for me. Like at that point I was done with the conversation. It's very clear. There is no conversation. I thought there was, because again, this is a person that I knew at a different point in my life. So I thought that there would, it was possible to have some kind of like, you know, exchange of conversation, some kind of intelligent exchange. And and there is not. So at this point, it's clear that that's the case. So I'm just going to make my joke and exit. So I say echo chamber, right? Because that's funny. And then he responds, I don't see anybody in your chamber. Mm -hmm. I don't know. 
I don't, I don't okay. think I knew what you were saying. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> okay. So your response to me calling you and your friends out for all just saying the same dumb shit back and forth to each other's faces and thinking you're talking outward when you're just all standing in a circle screaming at each other and at the Trump flag in the middle of you that you're all screaming at. And your response is to turn and look at me and say, I don't see you with a circle of idiots screaming in each other's faces. Ha ha. Oh, okay. All right. So I, I no, you know, you're right. I lose <laughs> because I don't have a circle of fucking morons. Okay. So who can jerk one another? <sighs> Speaking of which, I don't want to date the podcast, but this past weekend there were there were boats all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about these boats. Let's talk about this fucking shitstorm flotilla. The fucking <laughs> Fucked. Yeah, I want to say fucked frost flotilla. That's what oh, I want to say. Oh, that's good, but you can't. Yeah, but you can't say that. So it's going to be yeah. bleeped, and people are going to be like, "What did he say?" So yeah, but that's what I want to say. Yeah, because um, that's the program. I want to read but it. It's not, I mean, it's inappropriate. I like that's the flotilla. Is it flotilla or flotilla? I don't know. Flotilla. I think it's flotilla. I don't think that. I feel it. like it's flotilla. Somebody said it was a Spanish word recently, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of my face with your Spanish words." That's what I said. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You can take him back so to Espanol. This is this is from a guy named Richard Rowe. Es, Espanol is, Espanol is right. Spanish. Espanol right, right. Spain. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Richard Rowe, so, who is a, apparently, and according to Twitter, allegedly running for Congress, says, while I, as Vice Admiral of the Antifa Navy, would like to take credit for this attack, it was actually... Oh, fuck, I fucked it up because it's a Twitter yeah. it's a tweet. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah. the New York Times posted an article saying at least four boats sank at an event promoted as a Trump boat parade on Lake Travis in Texas on Saturday, authorities said. So this fellow named Richard Rowe, who's allegedly running for Congress, according to his Twitter bio, says, while I, as Vice Admiral of the Antifa Navy, would like to take credit for this attack, it was actually caused by rich douchebags in giant boats speeding by smaller ones and swamping them in their wake. If there's a better metaphor for the Republican Party, I haven't heard it. Uh, yes. That's fucking brutal. Yeah. Brutal. But and also, so many fucking boats sank this weekend, homie. Yeah, a bunch I, of them. There were all kinds of jokes about how because they were going to do it on Lake Lanier, and there were all there were all kinds of tweets saying Lake Lanier, do your thing. <laughs> Which <laughs> giggled because yeah. yeah. for those of you who don't know, yeah. we grew up near a lake named Lake Sydney Lanier, and Lake Sydney Lanier is haunted. The whole goddamn town. Oh, yeah, I'm. So the last time my wife and I were at Lake Lanier, we were talking about how they flooded a whole fucking valley for it, 
And I was like, and if we're being honest, probably a black valley, right? And Chelsea said, Oh, historically no, no. speaking, there's no chance yeah. that it wasn't. Hang on. Because Chelsea said, No, I looked into it and it was a Native American town. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. So, As the only, Georgia. The, uh, yeah, the only other option. Oh, yeah. God. That's so fucking oh. terrible. I can't wait till this podcast is based out of San Jose and Asheville. That's what I can't wait for. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. So let's talk about awakening. Yes. Yes. Happy things. Yeah. Um, Trumpian bullshit. I mean, it was funny. That, that was yeah, funny. no, I, I don't. I, it's not, just, it's I just not happy I feel to, sorry for the listener happy, who, though. Yeah. No, it's not. It's no. not a good ending just, to that story. It's just funny. I just feel sorry uh, for anyone who was like, oh, happy time, coast to coast, fun, goodness. Trump. <laughs> Up front, <laughs> Trump you know? in your mouth. It's rough to lead with Trump anything, yeah. you know? So, uh, this past weekend, uh, there was a, a great and glorious rumbling in the land of comedy. That's how I would describe it. I don't know how anyone we else would. We basically, wa- not basically, we watched live comedy. We did. We definitely did. I mean, couldn't have been more than a second or two delay. I know YouTube's, you know, not, not YouTube doesn't lag like Discord and twitch and all that whatnot so couldn't have been more than a few seconds behind and i know if you've been listening we've talked about online comedy shows and that sounds similar like oh you just watched a zoom show right incorrect yeah it was different because it was, it was in different. front of an audience there was a very was. small masked up distanced audience <coughs> oh got myself with that one um yeah it'll happen but uh, but there was an audience, and they were playing to the audience. And and if you don't know, if you've never been to a comedy show, you probably don't know the difference. But the difference between performing in large. front of an audience and not is the difference between a comedy show and not. That's fair. So uh, there were two female comedians and two male comedians. I think, I mean... I don't think we need to say any names. I think we can talk about it and talk openly about it if we just say it was a show with two male comedians and two female comedians. Do you know what I mean? If we don't mention any famous names, of which there's only one. <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. There's only one. But but there were four comics. Um and they and they all they all did okay. It was it was obvious that they were all doing their first show in front of an audience in six months or whatever it's been. It was super obvious with one of them. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But because that's all she talked about. But everybody, it, it, it was, you know, had that edge, right? Like, you know, but the, the headliner of the show definitely showed the difference between a headliner and, you know, a, a, an open comic, an open, a seasoned an, an opener, open, yeah. an open comic. Yeah, well, just I a, mean, but but let's be clear: a seasoned opener. Like, yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. I'm, yeah, I'm talking about a an opener that goes on tour, middle, certainly. Seasoned, like everybody there, yeah. was not new to the game and didn't no. seem like 
sloppy. Like there was nothing like that. It was like everyone everyone was good at what they did. But there was just it was like everybody was nervous, like it was their first time again. It was fun. Not everyone. Not everyone. <laughs> no, no, I disagree. I, I would say everybody. I, I I just think it was handled differently. Because because when he came out, mm-hmm. the first couple jokes landed, but his delivery of them was hesitant. Right. And the difference is you're who everybody's here to see. Your jokes are probably going to land. And you get laughs off the first couple things you say. Good opening. He also is good at showmanship. So some of the things you learn in in the exchange and and you know learning the game of comedy is tricks you do to get because ultimately you're just getting the audience on your side. And once yeah, you've done you don't that, have to get them laughing as much as then you then you're yeah exactly. Once you get them on your side, then you can get them laughing. Then when you tell them jokes, they'll laugh. Even if they don't get it, which he proved too. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah, that's part of it. Not <laughs> all of the audience is going to get everything, and sometimes most of the audience isn't going to get what you're saying. But if you right. can get exactly, if you can get the exchange going. But there was but a line about almonds the, that did not get nearly the laugh that it deserved. No, no, it did not. No, it did not. No, it got one. it got the laugh in my house, and clearly by your text to me when it happened. Mm. The laugh in your house that it deserved. God, I was cat. But yeah, I that was that one got me good. But again, it did not, and and the audience, it didn't feel like there were only a handful of people in the audience. You know what I'm saying? Like, and because no. I've seen, which the audio was weird. Uh, the the uh, you know I'm gonna call him out. Titus Christopher Titus is the one who produced the show. Huh? Um, his name was on the line, so I don't yeah. I don't have any qualms. Name it yeah. him. Um, and he talked about how, like, in the in the like pre-stream footage, he was like, We send out a nice mix. False, Titus. I love you. I love you, homie. But that was not a nice mix. It was a mix that was changing and ever evolving. And I, as someone who has lived in that production world, understand it. But don't don't talk about how you're sending us a nice mix and then fuck up the mix. Uh, you know. Yeah, but I, I would say uh, most people didn't notice the difference in that. There was a point where I feel like if you if you were watching during one of the comedians, I couldn't tell you which one it was, but there was a point where the audio changed so drastically. There's no way nobody noticed it, unless they just weren't watching at that point. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, but regardless, it, it's my point is the audio mix was like there at first they're like, yeah, we send out a good audio mixture. We mic the audience. So you, you hear them laughing too. And there was a time where that was true. And then there was like this short period of time in the middle of like, I think in between the two fem- female comedians, like that changed. And it was like, you didn't, all of a sudden you weren't getting a good mix of the audience at, at, for a while. And so that's what I mean. Like, it was like the the mics on the audience got turned off for a second or for a couple of minutes. So that was my only beef was it felt like there was a, a real live audience there for a while. And then it felt like there wasn't an audience there. And then it felt like most of the audience came back, but they weren't as strong as they were at the very beginning of the show. 
but that's I, I don't I don't know why I'm nitpicking. Um, no, no, because it did feel like because you can was there right because you have something right. to nitpick, because, which is the beauty yeah, of it, right? Is that you, and, you know, you have you have something to right because yeah, you got and, to, to and watch a show the whole time I was watching it. The whole time I was watching Titus do his pitch for his studios and all that beforehand, I was thinking this is just Sweeney. And then after it started, I was like, this is not Sweeney. <laughs> like, and Chelsea's like, what does that mean? And I'm like, well, if even if Sweeney threw all of this at us last minute, we'd still pull it off a little bit better, you know? Just a little bit. Not I'm not saying a whole lot. Like, I'm not saying the old Sweeney and Sons crew would have just fucking nailed everything and there wouldn't have been any problems. But like when it switched from their pre-roll to the live feed immediately like the camera ops like zooming all the way in and getting it was just it was a little sloppy production wise titus titus could do better he could hire better people well or or i'm you know who knows what his production crew looks like during it's probably just a bunch of other comics honestly he's got to be limited like if the audience size is limited the crew, so you know what I'm saying? Like he's he's probably got some limitations yeah, but as, as far as like who he can hire and what, and also and you know how he's hiring like friends. Yeah, but they're, they're who, figuring out. Yeah, that's like, that's what I'm saying is it's you know, who's available to him right, right. now. It's probably not his standard. Though. Yeah, but uh, as also, a camera, also with I, no work. I'd say everyone who's available not, to him right now. <laughs> as, as somebody who's not in that <laughs> profession. You probably didn't notice any hitches. Yeah, no, no the the things you're talking about didn't. I, I, it's not that they didn't exist for me because I'm still. But you didn't watch that and think production. Oh, it's just like because, a Comedy Central no, special, or Netflix not, no. special, like no, you know. But it, it's not. It's not supposed to look like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's supposed to look like you're in a club. That you know what I'm saying? Like you're in a club, not like you're watching a a, a super pro- produced show in a club like it's it's supposed to feel right. like you're there and i think they pulled back <laughs> and and i will say low-key compliment to prescott m sweeney um we we i think we would have found a just a slightly better blend of the two somewhere in between netflix special and being in the club is where we would have tried to land that you know what i mean but again I'm I'm tearing it apart because I'm diving into the comedy world a and b neck deep in the video production world you know so yeah so absolutely people, yeah and the thing is that that hour that we saw it's it's gone now you can't watch it even if you paid a million dollars um it it's gone and if it ever sees the light of day it will be for money on Netflix or comedy central or whatever. And so it will end up being polished and, and uh-huh. good and all that good yeah. stuff. So yep. it's yeah, but, but, but the whole idea of it was it was 10 bucks for a ticket. Yep. And you get to go to a comedy club. Do you know on your couch? So funny? But like, yeah, which, okay. There have been, there's the super secret comedy show, which I think we've talked about on an episode. Uh Um, And then there's a couple of local Atlanta 
you know, shows, whatever. We've done a bunch of them, but I will say the in crowd comedy, the super secret comedy show, and that have felt the most like a comedy show. You know, like, uh-huh. and we even we even warmed up with Dirty Clean by Pete Holmes that night. So we were we were giggling, good going into it, sir. You pilot a balloon. Such a good fucking line. It's a good. It was a, that was a good special too. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else there is to say about that. It was, it was the, the material was good. Um, the material needs some more work and then will be amazing. Yeah. But that, again, I, that's the thing. Like it wasn't (laughs) watching a special, right? You were watching a set in a club. So the very first time I ever went to a comedy club (laughs) was, I couldn't tell you what year I could probably Google what year, but um, it was to see Christopher Titus uh, rehearsing for his next comedy central special, Mm -hmm. which was called love is evil. Uh Um, So I'm curious what year that was. Hang on. Um, 2009. So this would have been 2000, probably eight, you know, when we went and saw Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the first time I ever went to a comedy club and saw like somebody that I had heard of do comedy, you know? And, uh, I just, I remember waiting and waiting for that special to hit comedy central so I could see, okay, what did I see versus what was the finished product? Cause I knew he was working on it, you know? And that, that was the like the first time I ever went to see comedy, it was for that purpose. And I didn't even realize it at the time, but it was like, okay, he's working on this. I want to see this now. And then I want to see it again later on comedy central and see what it like. Even then I was like, I want to see the process, you Uh know? (laughs) And uh, yeah. So, so I feel a spiritual connection to Titus. Um, I think you know the other reason why, which is Norman Rockwell is bleeding, which mm-hmm. it, it's it's one of the few old specials that I can rewatch whenever. Well, yeah, yeah. So and, and I, I say know, whenever, uh, once every couple of years. At yeah. And anytime you've got material that is that deeply entrenched in just somebody's personal experience and not because there's not really well I can't say that because it's been a while since I watched but I I couldn't think of anything that's super topical that he covered in that it was all all life literally about yeah yeah, about his life and, and, and experience growing up right so so there's not you know what I'm saying like that that helps obviously it also has to be iconically good but that that is the difference, I think, in, in in something having that kind of staying power. Is it, you know, if if you watched, uh, you know, if there was an hour special of Lenny Bruce legitimately like like laying out for like that, you know what I'm saying? Like Norman Rockwell was bleeding. Like he talked about some deeply fucked up shit. That was that was the first time 
that I heard somebody present comedy and not just like in their act, like the way they did it, but like he literally talked about it, presented comedy as like a cure for mental illness. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like he, you know what I'm saying? He talked about it like if I didn't have this, I would be completely off kilter. I would not be a healthy <laughs> being. And there was even somebody in my life that I'll talk about, you know, fucked up shit about, you know, that that didn't, and and you know, you can see the result of that. So anyway, that was always the style of of comedy presentation that that piqued my interest the most, which is also the most difficult thing for me right now in comedy to fit what I'm doing into the three minutes here, five minutes here, six minutes here, four minutes there mold of starting out in comedy is like, mm -hmm. I got stories to tell, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, they're long. Most of them are long. Most of them are five to 10 to 15 to 20 minutes. If I really tell the story. So I'm having to either like try to cram all of the funny from the story into, you know, a third of the time or only tell a little bit of it but get you all of the funny in that little bit of it so yeah it's 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 tough to do that starting out that style you know what i'm saying like i i think right. if you were a uh you know mitch hedberg punchline 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 style comedian it would probably easy, be easier going in the beginning maybe not in you know what i'm saying like it, it it that would probably get progressively harder for that style of comic because it's really you have to have amazing one-liners to have an hour of one-liners right um but but in the beginning that's probably way easier to just fill five minutes with a bunch of you know silly simple jokes it was the first time i had seen that but it, again if there was a lenny bruce special from that long ago where he like talked about his you know his alcoholic father that left him and, and his, you know, his, his mother who was, you know what I'm saying? Or, or whatever his fucked up story is. If that existed, it would probably be watchable right now. So do you think they will quickly have another something like Titus, you know, and his, obviously, you know, not specifically with Ron. Okay. Uh, Fortune seems to scheduled for the twenty fifth. I think. Okay. Is it just her? Like, it's are, her. Are the, are, is it her openers? Okay, got it. Yeah. So it, it, it's not anybody we probably heard. Of. Well, maybe, but not necessarily. I would say probably not. It was whoever was on stage with her in that uh, clip that we saw ahead of time. I'm sure. If you if you caught any of that. Did you go back and rewatch it? Because I rewatched it while it was still within the window. I did not. I should have, and I just I, I was busy and I forgot to do it, and then I was it's like, "Ah, shit, it's gone." Mm -hmm. yeah. I just shout out, shout out to Ron Funches. That's, mm -hmm. that's, you know, it's he's the bush we are indeed beating around. Yeah, we we've been beating around it for sure. Um, hey, -oh. but yeah, it's. You know, again, just on the off chance that any of the openers slash middle slash features are listening. Certainly. I'm, I'm not uh -oh. shitting on anybody. I'm not shitting on anybody. Everybody did a good job. Everyone, 
was playing to the crowd for what seemed like the first time in a while. Yeah. Nobody nobody had a bad night. You know what I mean? Nobody bombed. No. Everyone got everybody laughs. Got laughed, everybody, yeah, everybody yep. had a good night. Yep. No, it, it wasn't. I wasn't. I certainly wasn't trying to say. No, I'm 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 more like qualified words than you. Yeah, no, no, but 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 certainly it, it was. You know, you could tell it was. You could tell. Like I said mostly it was the nervousness. It, it, you know what I'm saying. You could see that there was like, oh shit, I'm doing this. You know, like they, <laughs> you know, they stepped up and there were people out there looking at them like, oh shit, because these people have all been doing online mics, but you know, it's not the same. Nope, sure so, isn't. Sure, shit isn't. So anyway. Yeah, I mean, we're getting there. They we just are. opened gyms and something else in California because our numbers have proceeded to the point that we can oh, like start to open damn. some stuff. So hot damn. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. I don't know what at what point comedy clubs are on that list. No, I think I the real the real problem with this whole thing is if. If America was full of people who were on an even keel, you know what I'm saying? Like people who just were level headed and could like sit down, think things through and, and do the right thing. Right. There could have been a response to this that was way in the middle. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like no, not none of the extremes of shutdown, none of the extremes of bury your head in the sand and pretend it's not there until it's gone. Neither one of those was the right response. I think I think the more extreme response may have been warranted by people not doing what they're supposed to and shit getting worse, right? So like, right. oh fuck, well now we got to shut it down, right? Like, cause it's not, it's not working. People aren't just doing what they're supposed to. Cause that's the thing, as we well know, cause we know people who are examples of this, people don't just do what they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. People fight that actively. So, you know. DeBaca County, New Mexico. <laughs> No positive cases. King County, Texas has no positive cases. Yeah. Borden County, Texas. I'm just. I'm just and that's the thing. There, there's, there's lots of places that that whose response could have been basically like, well, nobody's coming in and out of here anyway, so right. We're gonna do things like normal, and if everybody in the places, County, Nevada. If also, everybody in the places know. where people are coming in out of would have just done the right thing, then we could have stopped the spread of it in the first. Because that's the thing. Ultimately, right. when it got here, as evidenced by New Zealand, if you just like, nope, shut it down, nothing coming in and out, and we're all going to shut down interpersonal transmission. Anyway, we're doing it. We're getting into this when we said we weren't going to. We are. We are. So... But we, uh, to be fair, we didn't really have uh, awakening. Was the only thing we wanted to talk about going into yeah. this, right? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that's uh, that was most. So, but yeah, we got to see some. We got to see some live comedy. It was fucking Ron fantastic. Funches. It definitely putting on a good show, man. It's a it's a look at things to come, but also like I think we're I don't know. The, the real truth is there's there's so much political bullshit there's so much personal gain you know what i'm saying money to be made and stuff that, that like it's it's too convoluted to really know if you get all of your information from news sources or, or something like that to really know if you're getting any sort of truth mm-hmm. so you just got to be fucking smart or or at least like apply some kind of sense you know what i'm saying like 
There's no time for sense now. We've had the we've had the simple conversation. We had it today or yesterday. If there's a disease that comes out of your face holes and you put something in front of your face holes, it might, it might, probably will, but might slow down the transmission of said face hole disease. Right. Just just that. Just that. As simple as that. You know? I guess mm-hmm. whatever. But again, who knows how long this is gonna drag on and you know, there will be political answers for how well, long it lasts on either side, and they'll both be part of something that happened and part of, you know, their bullshit take on it. According to a lot of people. The fuck, I hope it's over. Go away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, November and I will 5th, say, we, we had, it, we had just that conversation. Oh, so we had this conversation earlier off mic. Yeah. Uh, our apologies to our listener. Um but I will say I, I I gotta I've got a little bit of hope that once election day is all over and Trump is gone and not a concern for people, that we start hearing some better news in America. I don't I don't think that it's all a hoax, just to be a hundred percent clear. I don't think that this is all a hoax. I think that this is something that has ravaged the globe. Uh-huh. But I wouldn't be surprised if American media made it seem a little worse than it was to get the job done. A job that I support, so I'm not I'm not shitting on that. But it, it wouldn't surprise me terribly if the COVID news took a turn for the better the day after Election Day. Yeah. yeah. Is that fair? Also, like, I, is that fair without sounding like a conspiracy fucking nut? Also, I, I, I would say I, I would say the more natural trend of things that doesn't need any of them. because yes, there's obviously there's obviously bias to any news organization, and it's the bias of whoever's paying their fucking paychecks, right? right? And those people tend to be tied to political organizations in you know one direction or the other. So certainly that is all the case but also just not having a fucking bull in the china shop yeah yeah that, that'll help that'll help for sure in ch- it literally able to grab a hold of and steer every ship right i think will help cuz regardless of what you think of of you know the uh, the unfortunate other option although we've talked about an alternative that you know probably isn't realistic it's definitely not realistic, but it, it is an alternative. It is an alternative. And like, it, again, we've talked about it. If, if, unless there's a situation where it's like, it's down to one vote, you got to vote Biden or Trump gets another four. I'm, I'm not interested in doing that. Right. But, and you but live again, in California, which is sure to go yeah, for Trump, right? Yeah. It's, it's right on the, it's a flip flop state. It definitely always get has those been. 370. How many fucking electoral votes you got out there? A fuckload, a shit ton, a shit ton, right? So, so anyway, I'm not, I'm not interested in, in in that, but, but he's got to not be there. So anyway, you know, Biden's probably going to be president, but, and for all of his missteps in his political career and on all of the realities that, like, fingers crossed, he gets through four years of presidency. Hmm. Well, all of that aside, there's no, there's none of the like awful 
reality of having the person that is Donald Trump in charge of the country as the face of the country, none of that will exist anymore and that'll be positive. Again, who who knows you know where where this country goes in you know in 4 years and, and what things change over Biden's presidency whatever. I don't I don't claim now that he's the man for the job and I won't Ugh. at the end of 4 years probably, but I will be like, man, aren't you glad all of that shit is over? I will say that just I mean because there if just won't just, be a vile human being in charge of if all we're of just the looking at the fear mongering and nothing else. Oh God, Biden looks better on paper than Hillary did for sure. Right? Yeah, exactly. When when the election options were were the Republican or Democratic version of basically the same thing, that was a way worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. certainly. Yeah, but now I mean. Uh, yeah, you got you got Trump on record or on some sort of loose record, um, saying shit that that feels exactly the same as Hillary saying. What difference did it make in Benghazi? Do you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. you got Trump on record saying that the the dead soldiers and whatever fucking cemetery they were supposed to visit that day <laughs> were losers. Uh, you got that, and that's, I mean, that's for those people who voted because of Benghazi. All right. All right. What's your answer? Now? Yeah. yeah. How do you justify that? And that's, that's a, you know, that's the question I would pose. If we're going to be talking politics, that's the pose, uh, question I would pose to anyone is, okay, What's your defense of all the things, of all the things that you've heard about Donald Trump? The thing that you sticks in your craw as the worst thing. Even, again, I'm talking to Trump voters. Mm-hmm. The thing that sticks out to you as well, oh, that's the worst thing <laughs> that mealy mouth crotch pheasant said. How do you defend that? Not to us, not to anybody else, but to yourself. How do you? How do you the fucking? Are, I think are. Your ship might shrink a little after this one. Why? Oh, huh? you said you said I'm talking to Trump voters, and I was like, well, hopefully not, because if so, oh, we're, gonna, we're about to piss them all off. <laughs> but you know, the hypothetical yeah. Trump voter. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's all, and, and you know, the one that we have that probably maybe mm-hmm. listens or will listen one day in a drunken rage. Mm-hmm. That guy. How do you justify the shittiest thing you think about Trump? Like, don't worry about what everybody else thinks. Just yeah. justify that shittiest. Because there's, thing you've there's, heard him yeah. Because there's you know? too many things for for you not to at least have one right. thing that you're like, oh, mm, right. So all that being said, I want to be clear. I'm not saying you should go out and vote. That's not what I'm saying. No, because it's violent. So <laughs> it is violent. And I don't did we talk about my the response that I got to that recently on the last podcast? No. Okay, because I got the weirdest response to voting as violence that I've ever gotten. Um, which a lot of people don't understand the concept. Basically, in a nutshell, if we haven't discussed this recently, it, the act of voting, I believe, is just voting for the emperor who will impose the closest thing to your will and how will they impose it 
of course, with a gun and a badge. Therefore, voting alone is violence. It's a, it's a crazy, harebrained, ultra-libertarian, ultra, or, or borderline anarchistic viewpoint. Not borderline. It's 100% anarchistic. The only way that works is if you eliminate all forms. So, so the weirdest response that I've ever or, gotten to or that argument. It, well, it's either anarchistic or it's like, okay, but but or, or look at look at like, the two candidates this go round, and look at the last candidates last go round, and tell me that it is not just one side voting to impose their will upon the other side. Yeah, yeah. Tell me. Go on. I'm not wrong. That's all I'm saying. Like I get it. It's a crazy idea. And I understand how crazy and far-fetched it is for most people. But, but again, I think but there's I never think, been more proof of it than the last two elections. I think the well, I, yes. Do you want Biden's brand of violence, or do you want Trump's brand of violence? That's what. It, yeah, like, I, you know, if you can narrow it down. I, I feel like whatever. I feel like much more in the last four years. But yeah, certainly, five. but but yeah, yeah, the last two but, sides. But certainly, certainly, in, in you know, for a while, the gap has been widening between because it has felt of, like for the choices were further apart until recently, and 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 that's all I mean is is with Trump you get one brand of violence with with. Biden, you get a different brand of violence. Uh, anyways, the weird response that I got to that was uh, a, a cousin of someone who is close to me. I, it's cousin-in-law? Is that? I guess. But I think it would be cousin-in-law-in-law because he's not even whatever. Anyways, uh, I said voting is violence, and I kind of broke it down for him as as briefly and you know concisely as I could. And he said, well, then should you be able to punch people who are voting? And I was like, oh, man, you, you kind of got it, but you, you took it and ran with it in a direction that I wasn't prepared for, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's like, but if they're committing an act of violence by voting, then I've got to be able to defend myself. The, God. Mm, uh-huh. Mm. Uh-huh. I was like, no, because, because I... It, doesn't encroach upon me and he's like but it does and i'm like you're right you're right but you're right percent. <laughs> right. i was like for me to react with violence you have to so press upon me in a certain well, manner and so, i wouldn't I, it's not so reasonable here's the answer then like, here's everyone the, knows here's the violent. full answer and this is gonna really bother you you can only respond with an equal amount of force right which means we're just voting. <laughs> yeah, which means you have to vote. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Done. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to play. I'm not a part of your uh-huh. system. Uh-huh. That's not a cell phone. This is not my dad. It's a cell phone. No, it's not. It's not. Yeah, he fucked it up. It is Edit that, would you? Not. Edit that. No, don't. I didn't uh, yeah, that. oh, I can actually. I fucking can nailed that shit. God. Damn, there's nothing like a good Lonely Island reference. That yeah, that was that was perfect. The amount of time that lasted was perfect. Just Lonely Island in general. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. Cuz it was hysterical. 
But okay, did you see Popstar? Never stop, never stopping. No, the name of it alone is so good. Yeah, it's worth a watch. It's worth a watch. There's there's a lot they add to this. Like I mean, it's not, but it's almost like they're adding to the lore of Lonely Island, and it's it's a lot. There's a song called "Fuck Bin Laden," uh, which is it is straight up like a fucking fuck song you know like slow jam whatever you want to call it uh it's not real slow though that's why i didn't go slow jam first um but it's about a man's encounter with a woman who wanted her to fuck her wanted him to fuck her like the u.s government fuck bin laden okay and it's it's gold man okay Um, i like that angle the 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 plays on words yeah there's there's a line about invading a cave. There's uh, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. top notch, man. It's top notch. Yeah. So that's the best song out of that whole movie, I think, is "Fuck Bin Laden." But um, but yeah, it's it's. I shouldn't. <laughs> I, I'm resisting the urge to pull up the lyrics. Because... Do you have uh? Do you have anything scheduled as far as getting on stage again? <sighs> no. No. But I did, I did, uh, do you remember the fellow that I was talking about, um, that I met at a funeral who almost killed at a funeral? Yeah. <laughs> like didn't quite kill, uh-huh. but you remember yeah. that guy, right? Yeah. So I, I finally got in touch with him this week, which is frustrating because I was hoping to get in touch with him two weeks ago when I was going to what I thought was an outdoor mic that turned into an indoor mic, but it was within, you know, stone's throw of where he lived. So I was like, dude, come with me. Cause this is a, a project that I have want to get people into comedy, that sort of thing. So it's a, it's a passion project. So, uh, so I reached out to him, but I have his phone number now. And so we're texting and, yeah, so I'm gonna be motivated to either find an outdoor mic or start an outdoor mic. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast. I feel like I probably have, but <clears throat> I'm I'm looking. I've got two locations eyeballed right now, and yeah. I'm gonna reach out to both of them this week and see about starting an outdoor show. And it'll just say comedy show on any advertising. But on my Instagram, it'll be an, an open mic. Like, I just want everybody to come out. Like, I want to try and get some, like, skilled performers to come out and, and you know, stack the books or whatever. But then I want anyone who wants to do comedy to come out. So there's a rooftop spot in Winder. And there's uh, U-Joint in Lawrenceville. That's the other option. They got a big patio. You've been there, right? Oh, right? Okay. I have not. But I know of it. Well, shit, that would be, um, mm-hmm. that would be fucking exciting. Yeah. You, I, you, I, I don't know. I wouldn't host it at first, at least. Yeah. You, you've talked I'd about somebody else to host it, starting a mic and hosting a mic. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's, um, I don't know if that's the angle I'm going to take. It's for me right now. It's like, I just want to create a safe space where anyone would yeah, feel comfortable yeah. doing and comedy. And right now, it's especially right now. like I, I don't I know that I want to run shows right for sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I 
I should clarify. I know for sure that I don't want to run shows. Yeah. Okay. But if if it takes that to get something going again and get me you have you to know, give you something to give go me to. some yeah, time to break knock the rust off. Yeah. yeah that's fair. Because we saw rust falling off last or the other night. Yeah, absolutely. We saw it. it it's yeah. it's happening. And so it's just a matter of at what rate are you knocking the rust off? Because Dave Chappelle, he's got rust on him, you know, and he's he's knocking it off every week, it seems. But, I, I mean, everybody's going to be rusty as fuck. We talked about this in on, like, episode two or three or something. Everybody's going to be rusty. It's just a matter of what rate can you knock your rust off. And, you know. Yeah, whoever's the quickest. I'm trying to. Whoever's the quickest gets ahead. Yeah, it's not even. I'm not. Again, I'm not trying to be the best. I'm just trying to, you know, jump ahead in the line. Yeah, this is certainly going to be a chance for some new people to pop up. New voices. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Whoever takes the you know takes a hold of it. Yeah. yeah, Right. I feel like if I drove to. and there's connections like there's there's stuff happening i feel like if i drove to brooklyn i could get on a show in brooklyn you know like there's one dude i could talk to and i could be like yo let me get on this show and he'd let me get on that show so i'm you know but i'm not doing that right now i'm gonna wait a little bit i'm gonna, I'm gonna get some of that rust off yeah yeah Fuck yeah. I feel like I'm rambling. No, I, I'm just, I I was trying to think honestly of a space that I've seen here, but I've, I really haven't been out. In a, that's the, that's the only problem with this is like everywhere I've been here is a comedy club that I, <laughs> that I was playing, but there are a couple spots that are starting to open, but it seems like they're, I don't know. My, my issue right now is, all of the places that are opening and doing outdoor stuff, they're like, send us your your credentials, send us your video and all that stuff. And they're right. like booking people because they're yep. trying to like lots of book shows going on here. Stay afloat. Right. Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's all they're like, nope, we gotta get butts in the seats. <laughs> you gotta have proven. And I'm like, I'm yeah. not how many followers yet. you got. Yep. Yeah, I don't have draw yet. Yeah, yeah. Draw. that's not no, that's that's not mm-hmm. it. I can get laughs. I will like if yeah. that's what you need. If you need somebody up on stage to get laughs, I got you. I don't have. I certainly don't have draw here. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a crew that's gonna come out. And, so, so yeah, that's a little that's a little frustrating at the moment. That that's what most of what I'm seeing popping up right now is that, and it's just right. not an opportunity I have access to yet. Right. But as soon as that spot opens up in Oakland, that I played. I will certainly be on that ticket. So, right. Well, I again, I'm I'm not trying to get ahead of myself and say I'm driving to Brooklyn this weekend. That's not what I mean. I just mean like <laughs> I feel like doors are opening, and I mean that's crazy. It is. I wouldn't do that by myself. So, oh, um, so was that a challenge? Is that what I that mean, was? Because if I show up in at town, your doorstep, are we driving a Brooklyn? Oh, dude, if you show up at my doorstep, 
ready I'll to go. Brooklyn you better be, be like, fucking ready to go. Gio and be like, yo, let me on your next show with Sam Morrill. Right. I'll do it. I'll do yeah. it. God damn it. I'd kill him from Sam Morrill. Um, that was the only downside to our one, like, the, the one time we got a chance to go on after somebody who was a, a name. He, he didn't stick around. He was no, fucking, he didn't. He went up he and did his set, no. and then he left, as we found out later, and then he left and did his set at you know 12 other places. Mm-hmm, he was, mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. gone as crazy as he get, could get out. Right. So as quick as we that. Weren't, we weren't showing off for anybody, but I feel like, especially a situation like that, you know what I'm saying, a smaller thing that's going on, like he probably sticks around and, and at least you know sees if there's any laughs to be had. Well, he he's. So I'd be trying to make him laugh for sure. Oh God, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I'm gonna try and start a show here. You're gonna try and find somewhere to start a show there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What else are you gonna do? Like that's the thing. That's oh, so I'm another thinking. thing. Another thing that I'm thinking about. I have I have scoured Amazon, okay, for a uh, cheap cheap wireless okay. handheld microphone okay and for 60 bucks i can get a two handheld kit that then just plugs into whatever input you got right and so i'm gonna be uh you know peef moved out this way right we talked about that he's in old larryville um well he works for a company that we won't mention uh, that has all kinds of equipment that they're not using right now. And I'm trying to get, they have these, uh, it's an, I think it's iHome is the manufacturer. It's one of those like generic, like, you know, kind of shitty electronic makers that you've heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have this product called the block rocker. And it's just a big giant Bluetooth speaker that looks like an old guitar amp that you've seen, right? Uh huh. Yeah, I've seen that. I, I know the okay. product that you're talking about. Yeah. Well, they have like because four of the names things, right? <laughs> they have like four of these motherfuckers at this company that we're not supposed to talk about. Uh-huh. Ion, that's the company, not iHome. Um, and I'm like, yo, let me get one of those so that I can plug this dongle into it and blast some comedy into a fucking city park just oh, yeah. on the fly gorilla style throw it up like like tell people hey we're doing a comedy show in Gwinnett on this day stay tuned subscribe whatever to the list and then on the day of the list say hey we're doing it at 6 p.m at the Swanee Town Square we don't ask questions. We don't ask permission. We just go with a sign or with a speaker and a microphone. And it just happens, you know, in an hour's time. And, you know, hopefully by the time the police roll up, we're, we're out of there. Like, it's not a problem. We're, Thanks. we're obeying social. Well, we'd have to have somebody. And, and again, this is why I'm not planning on hosting um, <laughs> somebody to go talk to the police and be like, look, we're here. We're not, we're not utilizing any, city power we're we're battery powered we're not bothering anybody and we're obeying social distancing rules there's not because i don't think we're going to get swarmed and it's going to be a flash mob you know it's going to be you know 14 people and they'll be spread out it'll be fine 
Get out of here, Johnny Law. Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> you Seth Law. Yeah. So, so that's bitch. that's where I'm at. Swanningtown Green, Lawrenceville Town Square. All right, fuck yeah. There's a spot in Brookhaven. There's spots all over Atlanta that I'd be down to do. But so, but I I need a name for that. So uh, okay, this brings me to my next point, which I think will be our closing point, probably. Unless okay. you got anything else. Nope. Um, the there are only a handful of ways that we have for you listener to mm-hmm. communicate with us. Oh. Uh, th- there are two that I can think of. One is you find us on our social media. You find us on oh. Instagram. Uh, are we on Twitter? I don't remember. Ooh, um, I don't think we we're individually on Twitter. I don't think the golden yes, deuce, the is golden, on deuce is golden deuce is on Instagram. Just clay Jones on Instagram for me, Gabriel or no Kerr. Well, fuck. What is it? I was going to say Gabriel. Gabriel. You don't even know it. I don't. You don't even know. What's your damn Instagram? I don't fucking tell people. I feel like it's Kerr.Gabriel. Hang on. It is. It's Kerr.Gabriel. Kerr.K-E-R-R.Gabriel on Instagram for him. Uh, But again, the golden deuce for both of us. You can message us on there. Um, I guess that's it, right? I was thinking that was it. That's yeah, one that's way it. to get in yeah. touch with us. Yeah. The or, other way to give or, us feedback. You know, boost that listener base by inviting other people to listen. Tell a friend. That's what I was going to get at. Like the only way or the easiest way for you to let us know that you like what you're hearing uh-huh. is for you to tell a friend and they yeah. listen too. And and we see that spike in numbers and we're like, okay, something's happening. Cool. So yeah. if if you like this, if you want us to talk more about the shit that we talk about which is right now starting our own comedy shows just generally speaking talk more yeah it's awesome right so if you want us to start our own comedy shows and and talk about that and yeah bring that on then tell a friend and it also uh i would i know we talked about talking about um Whatever the hell Stephen Lynch's new album was called, it's escaping me now. Huh? It's not Lion. It's the one after Lion that we talked yeah. about. Yeah. We, we, we didn't see the numbers. We said, hey, tell a friend, boost the numbers, and we'll respond. It didn't happen, so we're not yeah. doing that. But there's a new movie out, homie, mm-hmm. that I'd love for both of us to watch and talk about on the next episode. Extreme Days 2. Let's do it. I mean, Extremer boogaloo extreme <laughs> yes i don't know um uh, extreme days to extremer boogaloo yeah it, yeah. it works yeah. if you say it all if, together yeah, if you, yeah, Just, if you it was it, it was the pause in between yeah. yeah anyways uh no uh the guest house um starring off the top of my head at least uh steve dash o and a young svelte Polly shore um yes yeah i Have you literally seen just for it? today saw the first preview for it, it. Yes. looks good it looks yeah. i mean yeah, it looks like an indie little darling kind of movie and it's directed yeah. by sam macaroni which is so wild to me um yeah i'm i'm really interested just having that it's a name i've heard a million times i don't know anything about sam macaroni uh-uh. i've just heard people 
in the biz talk about him for forever i feel like so yeah i would i would love to see what what Polly shore can pull off as adult Polly shore in a in a comedy film like trying yeah to... so yeah. this is a movie All right. that is out so yeah we'll, we'll watch it and, and uh, we'll, it's called we'll guest it. house it is Thank available guys for any movies are available so hell watch it and then tell a friend and say hey you should watch this movie with Polly Shore and Steve O and Billy Zane and Lou Ferrigno Jr., who I can only assume. Uh, Bobby Lee, Eric Griffin, Lou Ferrigno. It doesn't say senior. I'm still I'm still a little off kilter. Chris Catan. Um, so many people. Sam Macaroni makes a, an appearance. Felipe Esparza, you know him, right? Yeah. You've seen him live, haven't you? Yeah. Didn't he open for Bird, Birdie Boy? No. Oh no! No, it was uh, yes. fuck. It was fuck, Jesus fuck. That was yeah. You're racist. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Um, it's fine. No, I feel like Felipe and Bert are friends, though. But that I mean, sense. either way, your your Anyways. initial point that they all look the same is. Uh, yeah, I, yep. I, I get where you were going. I didn't say. <laughs> You're gonna have to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here, play us out is Donald Trump. <laughs> Bye. The, what's that goddamn Elvis trilogy song? I just—that's what I'm imagining.